Hello! Oh my goodness, before we start today, I need to tell you about something because otherwise I won't be able to handle my excitement. The doors to my flagship course, the ELT Rocket, are open now! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So, do you know what the rocket is? The rocket is, it's actually the ELT rocket, which makes it a course super specific to English language teachers and other professionals. I've been sick of generic business um, advice. So I decided, based on my own experience of, of building an edu business, but also the experience of my clients, language schools that I've worked with and solopreneurs, teachers online, and decided to build this course to make it so specific that it almost hurts. Honestly, all my examples in the course are always about teaching students and how to find them. The course covers everything you need to know from building your mindset of success, building your systems, automations, lead generation, building your community, your social media content, what to post so it actually moves the needle in your business, how to create a marketing plan, how to create a business plan that is sustainable and at least for a year ahead, how to create great offers, not just one, but a few, because I think you should have a mix of offers, how to launch them, sell them, and just count your dollars in the background. <laughs> the course is super, super exciting. There is an international group of people who have already joined, and I can't wait to welcome even more people because I'm obsessed with helping teachers. I think we've got infinite potential, and I want you to start using it. I want you to start being successful and being your own boss. It's important. If it's important to you, join it. The link to the course is in the description of this episode. If you want to know more details, you can always message me privately and ask me anything you want to know. Um, I would be so happy to have you there. Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out and I'm gonna teach you how to do it. And I'm gonna inspire you to take action. So welcome to this space, and I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hey, gorgeous teacher. In today's episode, I've decided to do something a little bit different and I hope you'll like it. Let me know. Give me any feedback because if you like this format, I would love to do it again because it was it was easy, basically, and I'm a bit lazy. So I decided to crowdsource this episode and answer the questions that people always ask me. So I asked on my Instagram and on Facebook what questions people would have if they could ask me only one business-related questions. And I thought some of them were really good for everybody to find out the answers to. And that's what I'm doing here today, answering those questions. So it's not what I think you need, but what you think you need, which is great. I always want to give you power. And I think that 
in the key to all of this is also learning to ask good questions. So I'm going to be honest with you, not all the questions are always great, but the role of a coach is also to redirect questions, to shift them a little bit so they are beneficial. So the answers are beneficial to the person asking or even more people I like it is in <laughs> today's episode, right? So we're going to talk about finding students to sign up for your classes. We're going to talk about selling without being spammy. We're going to talk about um, convincing people, although I hate that word, uh, to sign up to your group classes. We're going to talk about content for social media. We're going to talk about money and how to make more money. Uh, a little bit about LinkedIn, a little bit about paid Facebook ads, and I a little bit about automation. And the last one that I found really useful for, for everybody um, was setting boundaries and mental health. Okay, so listen up. Um, grab a cup of tea and let's do it. Let me answer all those juicy questions. So let me start with the more like general ones and then let's go into something more specific. So I'm going to start with the question that I hear a lot, which is where do I find students to sign up for your classes? And you need to understand that in order to find students for your classes, you need to know who those students are. You're not for everybody and you don't have to be everything for everybody. You can be everything for a small group of people. So that's basically the idea behind finding your own specialty, a niche, <clears throat> and a specific group of people, or as Seth Godin um, calls it, a minimal viable audience. Okay, so I want you to think real deep. Who are you trying to help? Because if your answer is, oh, I don't know, or I want to help everybody who wants to learn English, then I'm sorry, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. I'm not going to say failure, but definitely disappointment, because there are so many people who do it. And as the name of this podcast suggests, I want you to stand out. So where are they? Okay, let me give you some examples. Professionals would hang out on LinkedIn. So target them there. Um, local people would hang out on local Facebook groups, okay? Um, people of different professions, they might also have their own Facebook groups. They don't have to be Facebook groups for learners, but they might be finding advice. They might be looking for advice on Facebook or also LinkedIn, obviously. And there are others, uh, but I'm sure you can figure it out. The second question that somebody asks is that, um, teachers find selling very, very uncomfortable. Literally every teacher I've worked with and asked um, found selling quite challenging because we don't want to ask for a sale. We don't want to seem greedy. We don't want to seem, um, you know, like we want to take benefit of people. Um, and I understand that, absolutely understand that. But this the, this is us getting in our own way, basically, because the, all that kind of thinking is just our beliefs. It's not facts. OK, so what you need to do is to start with your own mindset. Selling is serving. 
it's not something that you do to someone, but for someone. Okay, I think I mentioned it in one of my uh, pieces of content recently, and it really resonated. So I need you to understand that people you are aiming to help, they will not come just because you're sitting there with your lovely website or your lovely profile. You need to be out there, be vis visible and ask them to come to you because it's your job. It's not their job to do it. It's your job to make them aware that you're there and you might have a solution to help them. Start with there. Start there. If you change, shift that mindset, it's going to be much easier for you to start selling without feeling icky about it. Question number three was, how to convince people to sign up to my group classes? You don't. You don't. You don't convince anyone to do anything, okay? You can... The only thing that you can do is to create a compelling course, a compelling offer that will make them want to sign up. Obviously, learners have a lot of beliefs that are not true and can be changed. You can influence people's beliefs, absolutely. So when you find the right tribe of people, you can influence the way they think. And a lot of learners are reluctant to join group classes, but you need to start showing them that, yes, I understand it's it's important to listen to what the market says or what your uh, target customers um, are saying, but you are an expert, right? If you think group classes are good for them, and there are a number of reasons why group classes are good. If you don't remember, then listen to my previous podcast episode from a few weeks ago on how to market your group classes, because I've talked about it in so much detail there that, uh, you know, I hope it will help. So basically, um, you need to create an atmosphere in which they want to sign up. You don't convince them. Question number four, how to create content for social media for your business, okay? And I want you to start with um, something very important here. Start, just start, okay? posting anything because this is great practice and you can do it on a private account by the way nobody needs to see it if you feel the need to be on video on a on an account that nobody sees do it okay um that's a great way for you to get more familiar and comfortable with um with uh, showing your face on video um but another thing i want you to ask yourself is are you a content creator or are you a business owner Okay, because I believe that those two sometimes intertwine, but very often they are two completely different things. I do not see myself as a content creator. I create content for my business. The content that I create is supposed to move the needle in my business and take people closer to buying. So that's what I wanted to make you understand. Uh, your content is a journey from someone seeing you and your brand, your teaching brand, for the first time through the window of the shop, then browsing inside the shop, and then eventually, hopefully, not all of them, but some of them, buying, right? So signing up for your classes or buying your uh, products, okay? So if you want to throw in a few pieces of content that raise your engagement, some educational bits, absolutely go for it. But the core of your content should be taking people closer to signing up with you. Number five, 
how to make more money as a teacher. That's like, it's not exactly a question that I hear, but it's a question, like a a collection of questions. And I think everything leads to that. And what I've decided to do here is just give you a few ideas tangible ideas that you can use in your business okay there are tons of them and this is what I teach in the ELT rocket but uh, here are some okay you can raise your prices by 20% um, about every six months I think it's a good idea to do that because of inflation because of all sorts of things you get better you get more um, you get more comfortable with teaching certain groups especially if you've chosen a niche so Yeah, do it. Go for it. Just announce it. From month XYZ, my prices are rising by um, 20%. That's it. It's as simple as that. Number two, you could create a new offer for your existing students, like a short um, and sweet course that will help them solve one problem. It's always easier to sell to existing clients. Remember, create a learning material. Okay. It could be something cheap, but it could be something that you could then sell and sell and sell. And it might not give you like make you millions, but it will be a great source of passive income. Start selling one-off language consultations. So if your audience has a very um, specific problem and you could solve part of that problem in a consultation, why not do it? Okay, you could, obviously, I would recommend charging for that premium because a one-off is not a package of lessons, so it should cost more. Um, But you can try that, see how it works. You could write an ebook and self-publish on Amazon. It's so easy these days. Or you could come up with a course that solves a problem for a small group of very specific people. That's something that I taught last week in my bootcamp. And people have created such ideas that honestly, I was mind blown. Absolutely mind blown. Because this is where the money is. Literally finding out what people need and creating something that solves that problem for them. As simple as that. So these were the more general questions. Let me go into some uh, more specific ones. So somebody asked, should I invest in Facebook ads? That's a very good question. And a lot of people ask that. My personal opinion, and I'm very subjective here. So, um, you know, but I've been there basically, is that you need to learn how to market yourself organically before you even touch Facebook groups. Uh, Facebook ads, sorry. Um, Facebook ads work well when you know your audience well. You know how to target them. There is a part of Facebook advertising that is called targeting. You need to know how to do it well, even if you are to outsource it, um, in order for the ads to work. Otherwise, it is literally a waste of money. So I would start with organic and then advertise if you want to absolutely go for it but think of learning how to market yourself organically so for example it's taken me nearly a year to understand my audience uh, and I'm only now considering starting to use Facebook ads it's not the approach that everybody uses but I believe in it because I know how to target my audience now and I know what they want to hear basically then um how to reveal the prices after having announced the offer and when 
should the students pay? That's a very specific question, but I like it. Um, I think it's important. We kind of have a tendency to hide everything to do with money because we're afraid that people will stop liking us or will think that we're greedy or whatever. Uh, and I've been there too. I, I remember how it feels. It's important that you understand that you cannot expect people not to know that if you are a business, that you're creating stuff for free, okay? You should communicate the price of your offer, whatever it is, um, whatever it is, a course, a product, a whatever, really, at the moment of, it, of announcing it. So it should be mentioned at the same time. It's not fair, I don't think it's fair, to be trying to deceive people and to be trying to make them excited about the offer and only to tell them then that, they've, that they should pay for something. Everything should be done up front because that's morally um, more like, you know, okay, I feel. But also it's so much easier because there are so many time wasters, you know, and you don't want your time wasted. Okay, then I had a question about um, how to announce changes in your offer or in pricing um, or things like that without sounding greedy. So I'm coming back to my answer about that, how to sell without being spammy. I uh, am going to say something similar, but I think we often dread it, dread uh, changes because you know we have people who like us like working with us like studying with us if you if we have a school they might be used to what what used to be the the status quo or whatever so change is uncomfortable right however change is necessary okay it's necessary for you but also think about it from the perspective of your clients if they see and most of those that you want to keep as clients, when they see that you are developing, that your business is doing well, they will be proud, okay? They will see it as, wow, I've contributed to this person's success. It's great. And personally, I only want to work with people who treat it like that. If there are people who get triggered by my success, then hmm, I don't really want to uh, have to do with them. So announcing new offers or new pricing is as simple as writing an email. It's saying, hey, because of uh, my, um, because of the development of my company, um, because of the, 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 the current capacity that I've got and me wanting to introduce a few new solutions because the school has been going so well and you also can express gratitude and how much you're thankful for the fact that they've been part of that journey. You say, from month XYZ, my prices are going to be XYZ and my new offer is going to be XYZ. I really hope that you can we can continue your our journey together. Um, I would love that. Please let me know as soon as possible if you have any questions. That's it. I've drafted an email for you, by the way. <laughs> um, so that's it. You just tell people. 
if they are not okay with it, they, it's absolutely fine. You have to be prepared for it. Some people won't be because some people are, you know, very short-sighted and they don't see business as development. Um, they they would think it's unfair. They might even blame you for things. Just be prepared. Just have a, you know, uh, have your have your bum ready to be kicked a little bit because people are like that. That's it. But they don't define you. Those people who define you are the ones, or your business, are the ones who are ready to stay because they understand that quality comes with price. Uh, quality comes with new solutions. So I hope that helps as well, okay? Then there is another one about pricing. How to talk to people who claim your prices are too high. Um <laughs> You again, I would say my first like kind of reaction was you don't. Okay. You, the first thing that you need to understand is that I don't know why, but people sort of got used to the fact that that they can haggle with teachers. Okay. When you go to a hairdresser, would you do that? Would you negotiate the price for the service? Would you negotiate with a taxi driver? Would you negotiate in a restaurant? It's awkward. Nobody does that. So, sorry, but it's up to you to set your own boundaries, which is connected with the next question. Um, You need to set those boundaries and say, that's the price. Unfortunately, if you don't like it, there are so many other teachers. And by the way, you know that there are so many other teachers. So, why not actually, um, you know, recommend someone else? Maybe this person is not the right person for you because you have a higher ticket offer. You have a higher ticket um, sort of course. Maybe it's not for them. Maybe they're not at that stage when where they can afford it. And that's absolutely fine. Okay. People don't need to be able to afford you. Mind-blowing? Yeah, that's it. Um, so you can tell them, you don't have to apologize for it. You don't have to say, I've got years of experience and a qualification X, Y, Z. No, you don't. You can say, that's the price. That's it. Literally. Okay. And I know it's scary, but if you do it once, I promise you, your confidence will be at level 100. Okay. And by the way, if you ever do it, if you ever tell a client, that's my price and that's it without apologizing for you, for yourself, for your business, then please share it with me because I would love to hear those stories. And um, there was also a question about boundaries. So I wanted you to understand that boundaries are extremely important. And uh, luckily or unluckily for you, it's up to you and completely 100% or 1000% your job to set the boundaries. The boundaries can be set by a price, okay? So you know that there will be cert- certain people who can't afford it, which mean that you will which means that you will attract only a certain type of clients. Number 2, uh you should absolutely should have a contract. You should have a contract that outlines all the rules of cancellations, of, um, um, I don't know, rescheduling, if you have any, of payments, late payments. And the fact that you have a contract is not enough. You have to, absolutely have to enforce it. Okay. And again, it's up to you. It's like with parenting. If you allow for one like little slip, 
to happen. It's absolutely fine. Nobody's going to die. Like your child is not going to get addicted to um, TV if they watch five hours of cartoons one Saturday. But if you allow for it to happen often, like with your clients who, you know, cancel all the time and you... uh, you know, you don't, um, you don't do anything about it. You, you don't like sort of protect your boundary there. They're going to keep doing that. Okay. So it's your responsibility to keep yourself, um, to keep yourself, uh, safe in that, in those terms. <sighs> Woo. Um, and I also wanted to touch on, mental health. So mental health is extremely important, especially if you work long hours. I mean, it's always important. Mental health is health. And I want you to understand that you don't have to push through if you don't feel like it. That there are days when you're supposed to feel lazy. And by the way, there is no such word as lazy in my dictionary, because as an ADHD person, I feel lazy quite often. And it's because my body is trying to tell me something. And I want you to understand that laziness is not, is not an attitude. It's usually a, a, a reaction of your body, basically. So, I, this is just literally, I, I probably should record the whole episode, especially that there was Mental Health Awareness Week last week. Maybe that's a good idea for next week, by the way. Um, but I want you to understand that by, in, by setting proper boundaries, you're also protecting your mental health. You're protecting uh, yourself from situations in which you're worried like hell because somebody is using you. Basically, somebody is not being um, the way they were supposed to be, the way your contract says. It's also important because it's not sustainable to always be people pleasing. It's not sustainable to always be accommodating. It's not sustainable to be um, the giver always. And we teachers have that tendency. So I want you to always challenge that. Your client is responsible for their own boundaries. You don't need to be responsible for them. You need to be responsible for your own. And it's your job to set yourself up for success. Setting yourself up for success means also being confident in what you need and what is a waste of your time and your energy in your business. And that was the last question that I could answer today, guys. But keep them coming because I would love to do another episode like that. Let me know if that's something that uh, you would like. Um, And now, an announcement. I would love to answer all your questions, like all your questions that are specific to your business so you can implement everything that I teach you um, in my free content, but also in my courses and that's that would happen in the ELT rocket. Yeah! The ELT rocket, my business course for teachers that I designed because there was no such thing on the market is open for enrollments now. So if you felt that nudge to come and join us, come and join us. It's the last time 
it's going to be so cheap next time in uh, autumn when it's going to run it's going to run at a higher price because there is so much social proof that this course works literally from a massive group of people who have taken massive amounts of action and have been successful have found clients have run their own challenges have opened their courses run their offers um it's incredible so I know it works and I want to show it to you and I want to help you be successful because you can. You can work for yourself. There is a person who joined this edition who literally just quit her job to do it and focus on her business. How bloody inspiring is that? So if you want to be them as well, just join us in this edition. We're starting on the 25th of May. All the details are in the description of this episode. But also, if you feel like asking uh, any questions, please reach out. I don't bite. I'm a nice person. I would love to speak to you about it. Uh, I want you to understand that uh, you don't need to do it all on your own. You can have help. um, And sometimes investing time, money, because the course is an investment and energy is what will move the needle for you. It's what will inspire you and keep you accountable. Okay, so challenge yourself to think about that. And I hope to see you on the inside. Bye. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.